and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, everybody's favourite weekly K-League podcast. I'm Stevie W, I'm your host back tonight from my uh, unenforced absence last week. Or at least that's what I told them, I just turned up in a dress and they seemed to believe it. I was going to say, you certainly look a lot different to how you did last week. So much improved. I think what happened was just give you a, drug, a drugs test to see what's been running through your system. <laughs> I've been out of the cream again for my moustache. That was a f- few weeks ago you turned up like un- sort of unshaven with a few, few days of growth, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Today you've I'm sh- back to the kind of look. Yeah. So. Indeed, indeed. Did you miss him last week? or? Well, he was here, he was just wearing a dress. Sitting next to me. I was looking down your top for, for, the, for, for the, almost the whole podcast. <laughs> That's what you normally do, it doesn't make much difference. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we missed him. I mean, uh, obviously things went a bit smoother, a bit quicker. A bit easier, a bit better. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, we missed them. <laughs> it's good to be needed, isn't it? It's good to be needed. <laughs> That's what she said. Sorry, no idea why. And uh, did I just get a text from Kelly saying, how's it going this week with fuckface back in the hot seat? Or words to that effect. You sure that's what she said? And you, and that's you, what she and said. You, and you didn't just mess with her Korean. It was about something to do with face and... You better cut that. <laughs> Mum, he's bullying me again. You better cut that out. That's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. Anyway, the intro music this week was a little bit of Queen where we are the champions. Of course, because Korea are the greatest football team in the world. They are. Or at least in the East Asian Football Federation. They are. They won it. They drew their way to a glorious victory thanks to Japan Japan taking a point (laughs) point off China. So next time you guys are all complaining about the Japanese, they made you champions of the East Asian Football Federation world. That's got to be worth giving them something. Something like a a present. Uh, A couple uh, islands or something. Something like that. I think at least one island at least, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's like a... You know, yeah. If you've got any suggestions, answers, like, to the usual place. That we don't look at. <laughs> Have you checked the email this no, week? Of course, <laughs> I checked it last week, what was your turn this week? If you've got any questions or you'd like to get in touch with us, probably best to stick a post-it note in Mark's office. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing we might actually check, although Mark doesn't really go to the office that often either anymore. So. Right. If, actually, if you put a post-it note up in the third cubicle of the toilets at Mark's office, right that's where toilet. he spends most of his time these days. That's where I've been for the last two days anyway, yeah. Word of the day, toilet paper. <laughs> so, what did you guys make? Did you watch the games in the East Asian Cup? Uh, I watched some of them. What did you make of it? Uh, uh, um, uh, I didn't see the only game that they won, uh, which is probably just more down to my... my my luck. Um, I watched the game against Japan, um, which is the one I missed. Which, to be honest, I they probably should have won, but I think it was probably predictable that they would draw one each. Um, the what I did find interesting in the game against Japan was that Japan didn't start uh, Usami, the guy who scored against FC Seoul. They brought him on with only like ten minutes left or something. Um, yeah, well, that game as well. I mean, Uli started kind of his strongest in yeah. inverted commas team against China in the first match then he made 8 or 9 changes yeah, against th- Japan yeah. and then he brought everybody back again to, to play against North Korea I mean the, the, the North Korean game is probably one of the most one-sided nothing each pre-arranged draws by two countries that actually love each other secretly um, 
uh, when they're not blowing each other when they're up. not blowing each other up I guess but uh, amazingly how that wasn't reported in, in, until after the East Asian Cup final but anyway um, I think it was uh, I mean how, how South Korea didn't win it I, I really have no I idea quite clear why South Korea didn't win it because they picked two garbage strikers in the well, yeah, squad yeah, yeah, I, mean, I mean they had a ridiculous number of shots in goal and a ridiculous number of chances um, to be fair the North Korean goalie did play a blinder he did but he, he didn't have a lot that he had to do a couple of good saves but a lot of it was just bad finishing there was there was the one in particular I think they had three or four chances kind of in the six yard box yeah. and they, they fluffed all of them um, you've got to say if, if they should have picked somebody like Wang Lee Joe. I mean, he'd, he'd have been in there, wouldn't he? He'd have scored a goal in that game somehow. Well, uh, Even I mean, Pak Jung would have scored in that game. They, uh, for, for me, like, the prime, the, the prime uh, kind of uh, chance. I mean, there was a lot of chances, but I think the one where I think Wang Lee Joe would would have won it for them was the one that Kim Shinook had at the end, where it looked easier to actually shoot, but instead he did some back kind of heel. fancy pirouette yeah. back heel. Why he didn't just shoot, I have no idea. Uh, and the keeper made a pretty good save from that. You get the feeling that Wang Yi Joe would probably have fell over and bundled it over the ball with like, uh, sorry, bundled it over the line or something. Um, but I, I think a lot was said about it. We'd said a lot about the fact that Ju Ming Yu and Wang Yi Joe weren't chosen. Uh, he chose one player from the challenge, one player from the classic. Uh, the guy from the challenge is not as good as Ju Ming Yu, and the guy from the classic is not as good as Wang Yi Joe. Yeah, um, I mean, it, I think. Kim Shanook had a point to make in this one, and he certainly made a point, which is he's not good enough yeah, to, yeah, play, yeah. to play for yeah. Korea, and he shouldn't be picked again. And it's, it's one of those weird ones. That he didn't he didn't even come on to like one minute before the end, did he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he played, he played the full off. game against Japan, and he was, he was howling. Not only, I don't even know if he was that bad so much as he makes the whole team quite bad because all they do is lump long balls up on his head. Yeah, I mean, he gets no service that he can actually do anything useful. Yeah. With. Like the story that I did here is that apparently all day before the game, or maybe the, the day before, they like both wing backs practiced. That all they did was they practiced throwing crosses into Kim Chinook all day. That was like their tactic, and they practiced it like in training. Just the three of those players and a goalkeeper, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, when it comes to the actual... When the game came around, they thought, I'm sick of doing that. I'm sick of doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, come on. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing this all day. For two like days. Let's do something else. Uh, I mean, I wasn't surprised that he was poor. I was surprised that Korea won it, even though, you know what I mean, they drew it, if you know what I mean. But I was surprised that they came home with the trophy. I'm um, always surprised that the, the Wookiee is that poor when he plays for Korea, because he's, he's not that bad a, a player. And he's always one of the guys that's touted to go to Europe. But I think he's just... He doesn't work well as a lone striker up by himself with, you know, twenty or thirty yards of space between him and the, the supporting players. He needs Han Solo to su- support him, does he? He does indeed. Yes. <laughs> Whoever um, Han Solo is in the uh, K League, I'm sure somewhere in that league there must be a player whose nickname is Han Solo. Well, They've got everything else, haven't they? It'd be perfectly honest. Like, they could have went with R2D2 up front, and it wouldn't have made any difference, to be honest. That's, that's part too young, isn't it? That's part too young. Was <laughs> well, he uh, C3PO? <laughs> but uh, it was just. Awful. I mean, they they won the tournament, but they won the tournament because China lost the first game. I think, and, that, and that's it really. I mean, yeah. no one really expected Korea to go and beat China 2-0, and I think from there, it was going to be difficult for, for China to like uh, win it. And I think, yeah, had had China not lost to Korea in the first game, obviously they'd have won it. Yeah, a bit of a no-win for really because he's won the tournament, but 
hasn't really impressed anybody mm. or really. I mean, he's probably impressed a few of the Korean media hangers on that just like to praise him for yeah. anything, but he hasn't really, let's say, he hasn't impressed me. <laughs> quite solid defensively, weren't they? They were quite solid defensively, but they weren't, they, they weren't really up against anything in terms of a, yeah. a, a strong attacking unit. Uh, one of the things, I mean, the, I thought the quality of the tournament wasn't that great overall. Um, North Korea and China just looked like absolute hammer throwers. It's the only thing they could do was just, just foul, just yeah. repeatedly foul you. Um, Japan, for whatever reason, were not the Japan that you normally see at a tournament. Mm. Just looked completely out of sorts. And Korea turned up. They were the Korea that you kind of know, fairly mediocre, reasonably organised. If they can luck a goal here or there, then they'll win the game. If they can't, then they'll draw the game. Um, and they managed to kind of stutter their way through to win it. See, I, I thought the Korean side was exactly a microcosm of the K-League itself. So pretty decent goalie, fairly solid defence, relatively attacking midfield and then complete shy up front. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mean, trying to think of like players that impressed me. I think the only one is probably EJ Sung that you could say made a name for himself in that tournament. He got a, one goal, two goals. Um, but he, he, he was as close as you could get to a standout mm -hmm. in the competition. At least he looked as if he had a bit of life about him. He was getting forward. He was taking shots. He was making working the goalkeeper a little bit. Um, but other than that, there was nobody really particularly great. But I saw today there was people already saying, "Oh, EJ Song's guaranteed to be the next Korean to move to Europe." Uh, he's got a long way to go yeah, I think before so. that happens. Not not to the UK anyway. Well, not to the UK. Yeah, anyway, definitely. Yeah. No one's Unless that counts for the rankings, in which case they'll probably be eligible again. Back up in the top fifty. I don't, th I don't think it does because it's. It's not recognised by FIFA as a national They'll tournament. count as friendlies, right? So they'll be relatively, they'll get relatively low ranking points. Yeah. Mm. So not see Korea, if they keep playing in tournaments like this, we'll not see Korea doing a Wales and getting in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, of course not. Yeah. yeah. So I think EJ Sung was probably the closest to it. I don't think he'll get a move to you. He might get a move to the Middle East or China or Cyprus. And the question will be whether he can turn down the the big check that will no doubt be offered yeah. from a Chinese team. And wait and show a bit of patience and wait until he does get a move to Europe, or does he just dive at the first big money move to get away and then in two seasons' time he's coming back to Ulsan? Well, I mean, I think that's the interesting thing about Kim Chinook. I don't think he's impressed anyone. He's uh, shown a lot of patience, too yeah, much patience, yeah. probably. So you have to ask yourself is that, is that the kind of like the death blow for Kim Chinook? That he's not going to get the move to, to Europe that he really wants? Is he going to go to China or Qatar? Well, he was being touted as moving to Chumbuk, and that hasn't even happened, has it? Yeah, no, no. Mm -hmm. So I guess he's not... I, I think... I mean, I'm not saying he'll, he'll stay at Ulsan, but I, I really can't see him getting the move that he thinks he's going to get to, like, Bundesliga or La Liga or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I don't... In his head, he believes he should be playing. I don't think he's going to get a move to one of the kind of top-tier leagues now. You could maybe see him going to a Turkey or a Russia or somewhere yeah, like that. Scotland. There's a bit of money floating around that could... I don't... I don't think you'll sign for Motherwell. <laughs> I mean, with, with Ulsan's form this season, I think I, I thought you already had. But I mean, you could see him. You know, one of these leagues where there's a bit of cash floating around, but the standards not yeah. all that great um, in Europe. Or as you say, maybe he just bites a bullet and goes to the Middle East and plays in the wasteland for two seasons before he looks for his next payday. Yeah, but I mean, I think if he moves. If he moves to the Middle East, he has absolutely no chance of getting back in, in the earliest team. 
I mean, well, can, that might be the best thing. It seems to be if you play in the Middle East or China, you're a straight pick. So. Well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess. So, the men won. The men won. The ladies didn't. The women yeah. were also playing North Korea. Well, that was a I straight shootout for the for the for the mm. winning, wasn't it? Cause well, so was a so was a Korea game. If they'd won it, if they'd won it, they'd won the tournament. Yeah. But I mean, for, for the women, it was, it was either yeah, it, it was, was either North Korea saying, or South yeah. Korea, wasn't yep. it? So. And they lost two 0 did, did I didn't see that game though. No. I, I, I didn't see that one either. There you go. So commiserations, ladies. Better luck next time. Lucky, yeah. I do know. Next time we might watch the match. The, the captain was playing. The captain from the World Cup was playing. Uh, the blonde girl, Suyan, Suyan, something like that. Uh, I watched the uh, other two ladies' games. And yeah, we watched one here. Yeah. The that was the China North Korea one, wasn't it? Yeah, but we saw the last ten minutes. We yeah, saw the last ten minutes, the Korea Japan game. Yeah, yeah, we we were doing sort of semi. Well, we in last week's podcast we had the China Japan game on in the in the background. Uh, not China, China North, North Korea. Korea game on the background. So you're watching the women's football, and you said you're the semi, Paul. Is that? <laughs> well, Paul was going to send me over all the wangs on the pitch. <laughs> and the dongs. And the dongs, yeah. <laughs> I think it was two all when we left it, and then North Korea got a winner. Yep. It was a very, very well taken strike at the end. So, we set up the uh, the two way shoot between North Korea and South Korea. We had six points each, playing each other in the last game. And as we said, North Korea won. And over the games, I saw I think they were, they were a better side than South Korea. I'm not quite sure why they didn't, didn't make it to the World Cup. But there you go. There you go. Our uh, women's football expert has spoken. Indeed. Yep. And, uh, so that's that's the end of the East Asian Cup anyway. It's uh, back to the bread and butter of K League this week. And uh, we'll be we'll be reporting on the next East Asian Cup in two years' time, presumably. Yep. If there is one in two years' time. <laughs> so what's happening in the K League then? Um, we've talked for a couple of weeks. We said we were going to look at all the ins and outs because obviously this will probably be the first round of fixtures where a lot of the new signings will be be turning up. Should be, yeah. Because they've been in, how is it, two weeks or three weeks the league's been gone for? Uh, two, I think, yeah. Two rounds? Two weekends. It feels, two weekends. Uh, it feels it, longer. It feels longer, definitely feels longer. Yeah, I guess they had the summer break, didn't they? And then they came back for a week. And then they took another two weeks off. So yeah. it's been one game in five weeks or something silly. Um, so should we, before we go and preview the game, should we have a look through and see all the ins and outs of the, the uh, transfer window then? You've got all the info, Paul, haven't you? You've got it all at your fingertips. Yeah. Got a poster, an online poster. <laughs> I guess the biggest stories were probably the outs, but there was a few reasonably big names that came in yep. as well. A few interesting signings, anyway. So, um, where will we start? We start at the top with John Book. Yeah, John Book had the biggest outs, I think. Three in, four out. Yep. So they lost Eninho. They lost Edu. Yep. Who else? Who were the other two that they lost? Oh, they they put the guy out on loan to yeah. Eland. Chichi Won loan, loan someone out to Songnam yeah Yi Sang Hyup Yi Sang Hyup to Songnam um, yeah I think that the biggest news was obviously Edu uh, Anino had been a bit of a flop to be honest well, he, coming back, but he, he fell on his own sword apparently didn't he he yeah. fired himself and I think Edu was like oh really is that what we do these days uh, and he buggered off as well uh, Edu went to uh, somewhere called Hebei Zhuangzhou Hebei Zhongji whatever um, which is obviously Chinese. There you go. Chinese second division team, isn't yep. it? Yep. Yep, for several million quid. 
And then in, they brought in... Um, the legend. The legend, Luis. Luis, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Aloe Vera, or whatever his name is. Yeah, Aloe Vera, yeah. Urukobera. Urukobera, who is obviously going to be an absolute legend as well. Yep, I don't think I don't think he's played for John Book yet. No, he came from Spain, yeah. 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 Spanish second division, I think he came yep. from. And then as you say, yeah, the other guy, Egan Ho, uh, the legend returns into John Book, we'll see how he gets on. But he's he's just on loan apparently. Yeah. So but received the biggest reception you said when, when we yep, still two podcasts ago was it still a legend still popular so I mean overall that's probably probably good business for them depends how I guess the guy Vera does but overall they're, they're no weaker than they were oh yeah you could say they're maybe stronger with Egan Ho if he's if he hits form again yep. it'll be a good signing for them it's like two foreigners out two <laughs> foreigners in and Excuse one me. Korean internationalist so they, they clearly Edu had a pretty good start first half of the season didn't he so they'll, they'll miss his goals but you assume that Luis is Luis played there before right at Chumbuk yeah. he's returning so yeah. should be a known quantity Egan Ho's played relatively well where where he's gone right so I know so. Mark Mark's followed his career very closely yeah, I, follows, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what he's been doing in Qatar but neither does he I think <laughs> that's why he's come back to each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think he's done very well but he definitely did well before he went to Qatar, um, so yeah, I mean he he should be back, you know, in amongst the Korean fold, back in being told what to do and not having to be creative and think for himself. Perfectly suits Igno, so um, I'm sure he'll be happy being back. And no doubt, again, he'll be looking to get back into the national team as well yeah, with the World Cup qualifiers coming up. So yeah, that's why he's back. Good, good business all round. Good for the player. Good for the club if he does well. Um, the fans will love him anyway. Yeah. Okay, so Suwon, two in, three out. Probably the biggest news, I think, was probably Suwon's out again. Uh, a bit like John Book's. Uh, Chong Tae-se, eventually leaving, leaving, the, leaving the shores of the land of the morning cam, come back home to Japan, his homeland, his birthland. Uh, the place where he probably does cry when he hears that national anthem, as opposed to when he fakes a North Korean crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> After all my detestment and hatred for the man over, over, over the last three years, I was quite You're sad, sad to, to actually see him go, because uh, he is one of the few players that actually likes up the Keighley One classic. of the few you can recognise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it means we also got to pick a, a, a new figure of hate, right? Because it's the same, when Bosnar left, you need to find someone else, yeah. and then John came in, so you're like, oh, bloody commie bastard, you can... Yeah. And now he's left, we've got to find someone else. So to. I think I think my my hatred will just go on to Leo, I think, because you know, I kind of tipped him for the top. Oh no, but he left as well. Yeah, <laughs> he, was your, he was your tip for <laughs> He was my tip, yeah. Signing of the season. I think the first podcast you said, just wait, this guy's going to take the league by storm. But yeah. It's interesting, he's gone out on loan to this, this Chinese team, right? Jiangxi mm. Liansheng. Yeah. Is that a first or a second division team? I have no idea. My Spanish, my Spanish, my Chinese Spanish. knowledge is as poor as my Spanish knowledge. Um, I, th- I think it's a lower, lower of the first division team, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll have an answer for you in 30 seconds. So just keep talking. There you okay. go. Um, the guy that came in, or the big guy that came in anyway, was Ilian, the Bulgarian. Yep. Um, from Karlsruhe, I saw a little bit of him because he played, I think, 20 or 30 minutes against Chonbuk in that game. I saw. He's a big centre forward. I assume he'll probably do all right, but he didn't look anything impressive in that match. 
um, he'll need a bit of time to get up to speed, understand what the hell's going on. Um, are the second division in Germany? They are now, aren't they? I think they are now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess ten years ago that would have been a big club. But yeah, I think they've, I think they've dropped a little bit. Also, there was a double loan, I guess, uh, with um, Pohang. They brought in uh, Chu Chan Ho. Chu Chan Ho. Uh, and loaned out JJSU. So they got rid of the defender and brought in a striker. Yep. But they loaned him, yeah. So yeah. interesting to yeah. see how that works. But so yeah. I mean from a similar point of view, I don't think I don't think they've strengthened. They've lost two decent forwards, brought in one kind of unknown quantity. Yeah. Um Don't know. We'll have to wait and see how Elian does. He might turn into be a twenty five goal a season striker. Might turn out to be Moritz. He might be a complete flop yeah. and be gone again in six months' time. You just never know. Um, we have to wait and see on that one. So you, the the team at Leo's gone to uh, not in the Chinese Super League. Okay. No, so, so it's must second be a second division second team. Division there you go. That's the uh, the, route, the route to China now is from the top of the K League to, yeah. the, to, to the to the second division. I mean, he is only on on loan, so maybe they're just trying to get some game time. Maybe bring him back. It does still leave them with Gaio as well. Who seems to have fallen off the radar ever since his ridiculous celebrations at, at Tanchan? Did you have a word? <laughs> I had a word with him. He said, "Yo, Kyle, cut did, it." Did you go round to his house and break his kneecaps or something? Yeah. Well, in in, in Scotland, we 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 start with windows. Uh, and oh, the, only for the referee. Only for the referee, and if they still carry on, then <laughs> then it's kneecaps. Uh, and then after that, it's the wife. Talking about people you'd like to kneecap, Adriano sang for Seoul. Well, I suppose one Adriano or Takahagi. That would probably kneecap both of them, to be honest. I think there's a few Dijon fans that are probably looking for Adriano's windows right now. Uh, Adriano, wow. I mean, yeah, what can you say? Uh, I actually, strange enough, I think we did talk about this. Um, maybe not on the podcast, but I think we, we may have talked about this uh, in the, the, the Shamrock Bar in Hongdae uh, when we were going on about a podcast the way back before we actually had it uh. and we discussed about how we were surprised that Adriano hadn't moved to a bigger team and how he stayed with, with Dejan. Uh, I thought he'd actually moved to, to John Book or something but I guess they already had the Brazilian quintet or sick tech whatever that they have. Yeah I mean he signed that new contract with Dejan in the close season. I guess his gamble was I'll have a good season with Dejan and, I'll get and then move. I'll get a move to somewhere Bigger than I would right now, yeah. Um, and that's that's blown up in his face, isn't it? Because he's ended up at <laughs> FC Seoul. I mean, they, you have to imagine that he'll and now he's now he's sitting there going, "If I have a good season with FC Seoul, I might get a move to the Chinese second division." Uh, you have to imagine. I mean, like, if he bangs goals in, he'll be a hero overnight. I mean, you've got to imagine it's a smart move by. You've got to by think he will bang goals paper. in. Well, yeah, I mean, it, by who? By Che. I bet Che didn't have anything to do with it. By GS then. By GS, yeah. It, it is a smart move. Like someone who has scored goals in Korea, is accustomed to, to the football, has scored goals in the classic. He shouldn't have any problems at all scoring goals for he Seoul. He could be the new Dayan, right? Who had a, a relatively decent record at Incheon, transferred yeah. to Seoul and became superstar. Yeah, probably the best foreigner, although we discussed that last week, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it works out and how he gets used and how he works with Park Ju Young and. All of these questions. I'd be interested to see how he adapts as well to not being not being the star in the team, 
not being you know the first name in the team sheet, not being able to get away with whatever he wants. He's not the star of the team. Um, <laughs> well, I guess Chaduri and uh, Park Chu Young will be the the names in the team anyway. Yeah, he might be the best player on the team, but he's not the star. His his arrival certainly generated a buzz on the the, the FC Seoul mm. fan forums, and they were talking about making a a chant for him. Apparently, he's a big fan of Michael Jackson, so they were discussing which Michael Jackson song they can beat it. <laughs> <laughs> which will be what they'll be chanting at him in three months' time when he's not scored and been sent off four times. Well, I guess based on what we discussed in the podcast a few weeks ago, maybe it should be black or white. <laughs> what about your other signing, uh, Tagahagi? Have you seen anything of him yet? He made his debut in Seoul's last game, played the last 20 minutes or so. Um, and I think we discussed it in the podcast at the time. He didn't do anything special, didn't didn't look particularly bad. So, I so guess... wait and see. Since, since he's come over from Sydney... No, it wasn't. That was a league game against Pohan? No? Uh, against Incheon, I think. Incheon, yeah. So he's come from Sydney where they're off-season at the moment, so he's presumably a little bit... Yeah, out of match fitness. And then in terms of the outs, it says um, Everton, obviously. Yeah, he was on a one-year loan, which presumably came to an end. Yeah, so he's gone to Ulsan via being released. Yeah. Um, the other guy is some, like he's never been in the squad, so it's just a Kim Won Gyun, a defender who's gone to Kangwon. But wasn't there wasn't a far bigger transfer out than that? Yeah, I didn't. Well, there was at least two or three of your guys were talked about going to the Middle didn't East. Kim. Kim Jin. Kim. Kim Young Jin. Kim Young Jin move. Yeah, I wonder why he's not. I wonder. I wonder why he's not mentioned. He, yeah, he went off to Qatar. He, he, he definitely. He, he's yeah. definitely gone. Yeah. Yeah. The one club man. Yeah. No more. And then, of course, Unilock was everywhere. Rumored to be going to Australia to Perth. I think it was. And I don't, I don't think they ever received a, an official bid, mm. it was just a rumour. But they did receive an official bid from They did actually get an official <laughs> bid from Porto, which is so, insane. I was so apparently, uh, apparently I'm, I'm going to check my uh, email inbox, because I've obviously had an official bid from headquarters in Princeton, New Jersey to move there, obviously. Um, I think I've enough. Because I'm pretty shit here, do you know what I mean, about it, you know, Rock? <laughs> to be um, honest... I had an offer from FC Porto and I knocked it back and he said, well, in that case, we're going to have to go for you and rock. <laughs> I, I can't see the logic in that. I think that's... I mean, Porto... It's really funny because actually uh, at the weekend uh, we were we were actually talking about this at the weekend. With, well, well, they're, they're in the well, Champions I, I was, League, right? Yep. So they're... Do you want to hear what I was talking about at the weekend? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Porto have a history of uh, signing young players from the outside of Portugal, obviously, and then making them into superstars and then selling them on. It's like the same model that, that Celtic are trying to follow right now. I'm not saying for one minute that Unirock falls into that, but they did do it with uh, Ryan Gold, who was the Dundee United uh, player, so supposed to be the greatest new player in Scotland. He hasn't done much at Porto. Well, yeah, they haven't quite got stage two, which is making them into a superstar. Yeah, was that? Was it Porto? Was it Lisbon he went to? It was Porto, wasn't it? It was one of the Portuguese I teams it was anyway. Porto, but now you say Sport and Lisbon, they are. But it's the Portuguese model like, where they sign these these young guys. Yeah, and can, can make Neil Rock's not that young anymore, is like, he? Twenty-three? Well. Is he twenty-three? I mean, it could just be that idea of like signing. He he's exempt from military service, I believe. He did win the Asian Games, yes. 
the same as the rookie. I'm sure he was in the squad. He, so he was in the squad. He was in the squad. Yeah, right. Isn't and so they won the Asian Games when they beat North Korea, uh, which is quite ironic that they became exempt from military service by beating the team that they served in, in, in the military against. But anyway, um, and uh, so maybe they're, they're they're looking at thinking, you know, Song Hyung Min, uh, Park Ji Sung. Uh, Ki Sung Young have all went for big money. Somewhere in there, there's a logic of Uniel Rock was touted as one of the best young players in Korea. For whatever reason, it's not worked for them. Maybe they think a different environment, different coaching. Maybe they can do something, but he's just got a terrible first touch. Yeah, I mean, if he was 18, if he was 19, if he was 20, you could say, yeah, maybe you could take him and coach him. But at 23. I don't know what they were thinking. There's, there's not a lot you can do with a footballer at, at 23, I don't think, to really improve them. I mean, if it's a fitness thing, then yeah, you can make them fitter. If it's a strength thing, you can make them stronger. But if it's actually like a skillful thing in terms of can't pass, can't shoot, whatever, that there's not much you, you can do at 23 to train someone to be two-footed or, or, or whatever, yeah? You want to talk about one-footed players? We'll do that after this, yeah. <laughs> um, just that I'm sandwich in between referees. But I think it was a strange one that that was a rumour. Uh, it didn't happen anyway. Like, uh, I don't really ever see you know, you know Rock moving to, particularly a team the size of Porto, mm. maybe like a Portuguese, you know, like a smaller Portuguese team, perhaps. But Braga or something like that. Yeah, Braga or something. But that was a weird one. It was. But it, it didn't happen anyway. But no, no I mean, but it, it wasn't just a rumour. There was an official offer. An official yeah, offer, and, yeah. And Sol said, "We're not in the habit of selling in key players mid-season." So get stuffed, which means presumably you didn't offer enough money. Yeah, well that's the thing because they like so knocked it back. I, I, I didn't even get as far as you know, Rock. Yeah, so like so said no. So I wonder how much money they were looking for. Presumably, Union Rock's not been at a training session since and yeah. isn't planning to go back to one. I would have sold him because he's been quite useless this year. Do you know what the offer was? I, I guess I could find out. But uh, be interesting to see what they were talking. I mean. I'd imagine any more than a couple hundred of grand and then they have thought so. Betting their hand off. I mean, half a million, you think they'd have went for it. Yeah. Heartbeat. So, Soul of Strength, I guess Soul of strengthened yeah, just definitely. by adding Adriano. That's a yeah, and Takahagi should add a bit more dig in the midfield as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, Pohang? Two in, two out. Two in, two out, but nothing particularly interesting, I think. So you've got this midfielder who's been on loan in the UAE, he's just come back, Shin Jin Ho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've got Ailey, the defender we mentioned earlier, on loan from Suwon. Yep. So. Going out is the guy to. Um, Youngin City Hall. Young City Hall. So and presumably not a great loss then if he's yep. going to Youngin. Um, I, th- I don't really know this guy, Shin Jin Ho. Um, presumably he must have been decent if he went off to the Middle East in the first place, but um, I'm not really that familiar with him. We could Google him, but. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess Pohang. I don't know. Strength and not strength and not a great, not a great deal of changes there. Should also be noted that one of the outs that's not there is Andrew Maritz who moved to the Indian Premier League. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why the the, the IPL. Yeah, not to be confused with the IPA, which is mm-hmm. apparently why he was so shit because he couldn't stay off the IPA. <laughs> That was because he couldn't stop headbutting people. <laughs> was that, was that the IPA that was supposed to be? You were right now, that's pretty crazy that stuff, man. I headbutt people as well, oh, okay, that's not a good example. 
So yeah, another good friend of the podcast, Andrew Moritz, is... Uh, was that the podcast the podcast? <laughs> it was one of the two. <laughs> it was, was, one of the, two. was the poop cast or the boob cast? <laughs> so last week was the boob cast. Honey Jade you. So in was a truckload of moustache cream. Out. <laughs> out. Um, it was urine samples. It was a dignity in their urine samples, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they brought in... Um, uh, who did they bring in? Did they brought in a defender from Anyang who were bottom of the challenge, which is like <laughs> like a minus twenty five goal difference. Yeah, yeah. They brought in some they've guy. Actually, they've actually signed him, right? They signed him. Yes. Signing uh, a forward from Deportivo Maldonado Sad in of Uruguay. Uruguay. So he's not a Brazilian. He so presumably it'll be garbage. He, he might be a. He might be a. Uh, he might be Brazilian. He might be Brazilian. Maybe a Brazilian who was playing in Uruguay. Yeah. His Which name is. Means definitely garbage. Shiro. 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 That's not a good doesn't start. Doesn't that mean somebody else? <laughs> and then they've they've loaned an, they've loaned another striker from Gangnam. The team who a, have the we, worst goal scoring record in the challenge. We did tell a Korean joke there in Korean by the way on the podcast. So uh, as you guys are these two Korean listeners. I hope he plays when I go to JJ now so I can shout his name. <laughs> Shiro! Shiro! <laughs> the only thing was if it was like Shiregi or something like that, do you remember that was with this one? But, yeah. So that's that's bizarre. They brought in a defender from the bottom of the challenge and they brought in and a striker from the, from the worst goal scorers in the challenge. Yeah. Uh, and then some random guy from Uruguay. So and they also loaned out to... Um, the two so they sent a goalie to Kyongnam and they sent a midfielder to Kyongnam, presumably reserves. Yeah. Um, Strange one from Jeju, all round. Yeah, yeah, especially a team that's languishing, you know, like in ninth in the table. Yeah. You would really, have, you would really have thought that they would have kind of tried their best to kind of strengthen. So we it, just have to wait and see what it this, kind of, it what kind of makes you realize, all about. It kind of makes you realize that I mean, Kang Suyo is obviously important to them. I think Kang Suyo was going to replace Trocadero, who who left in the close season, uh, or the, yeah, in the close season. So I think. Jeju are really struggling, which is why I thought that they would have brought in a, a bet. Do you get the feeling this guy Shiro might just look like Kang Suyo with a big moustache? Yeah, I think maybe he does, <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the secret plan. It's like, right. like Biggles. <laughs> just put a moustache on Kang Suyo and put it back out and go, he like he's from of, Uruguay. Like honestly, those, guys, honestly. One of those South American, what is he, not, not banjo players, but... With the, big, the mariachi band yeah, with the big right. hats. And exactly. <laughs> Indeed, could be. This is starting to become like Top Gear, this podcast now, yeah. isn't it? And I'm going to have to apologise to the Mexican <laughs> embassy at some point. Yeah, and the Paddies. <laughs> um, so that's Jeju not doing particularly well, languishing at the bottom of the league. Ulsan, another team that are languishing. Who had a bit of a clear out. Well, yeah. they, br- they brought in Everton. And they brought in... Koba. 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 Who actually is the, the, the mean gorilla in the new Planet of Apes movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, they brought them in from SCR Altach of Austria. Austria. It's not even a team I've ever heard of. I haven't heard them either. They must be like in the lower, lower leagues of Austria. No, I mean, I'm not an official adult of Austrian football, but. Guys, either. the reason I sent you this document two hours before the podcast so you could look up everything. So we could do the work for so you? So you could print out and write, write your little notes. Which we're doing right now. Who's, who's out then? Ulsan lost six boys. They got. Komen Hyuk went off to Dijon. Never heard of him. On loan. Yeah. Im Sungguk. Ah. Released. Released. Yeah. Well, that's a surprise. Tarta. Tarta, yeah, yes, it was pretty okay for them, yeah. yeah. 
Oh yeah, they got rid of Tarta. I guess they, had to they got rid of Casa. I guess they got rid of those two, so they could bring in Everton and Coba. Yeah. Uh, yep, and the other guys, one yeah, guy to pitch on, one guy. Well, so they've released released a few players, not names, yeah. that, not names that are really. I mean, Tata is probably the, the biggest one now. Yeah. Yeah. So again, not, not a great amount of improvement. You have to wait and see. Everton, I don't think is going to make much of a difference for us. I guess it's Tata Tata. <laughs> Indeed it is. <laughs> On to Chunam, uh, not a lot of movement from Chunam. They brought in a brought in a goalie. Altak finished third in the Austrian Bundesliga last year. There you go. First league or second league? First league. First league. Okay. So they quite possibly playing in Europe this year. There you go. So on to Chanam then. Um, hardly any movement. They brought in a goalkeeper, Yi Kwang Suk, hmm. on a free. I guess he's there to like provide backup to to the mullet. Indeed, but uh, not a lot of movement. And somebody's gone out as well. Uh, released a forward to the the isotopes. Uh, yeah, to Kyungju. Yeah. Uh, they've brought they've brought in quite a few players in Kyungju because they took three or four guys from us as well. Um, or two or three. Um, so after Chanam, I'm on to Busan. They've signed um, a forward from Songnam. Kim, Kim Dong-sup. Dong-sup from Songnam. Yep. So our, our Songnam aficionado can give us the lowdown on him. He's a forward and he plays for Songnam. I can indeed. He's a good forward as well. I'm quite surprised at that. Um, but I guess Songnam uh, are looking at uh, Wang Yijo has uh, been like the kind of main man and probably supported by a Brazilian but yeah I mean Kim Dong-sub is a good player pretty surprised to see him move to a team like Busan I think he's better than Busan fellow relegation battler potentially no, not not this season <laughs> but no no he's a I mean they still have uh, Dong-hee and Wang Yijo and the new Brazilian um, not new Brazilian the Colombian guy they brought in but yeah, surprising to see Dong Sub go. And uh, Busan as well have played the old bring in a Brazilian lottery. Yeah, another not yeah another Brazilian in. They'll be gone again in so they've brought, three months, won't they? They brought in they brought two in Brazilians. Elias from Luverdense, and, and they brought in Bill. Bill from Botafogo. From Botafogo. <laughs> who, who, who did Bill not come on against someone recently? I don't know. I just I think I saw a picture of Bill on I Facebook, and so. I just thought he's well, not. Where, a where's Frank then? Frank's at Kyungnam. Okay, we'll get to Frank in a yeah. bit then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the quality of Brazilian names has gone right down when you're getting Bill and Frank. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a strange one as well, but they also let go, I guess, they let, um, I guess that looks like that was a direct transfer with, uh, so Kim Dong Sub going to Busan. They uh, swapped somebody, Park, yeah. Park Young G coming to. Park Young G, uh, it was a swap deal. Don't really know much about Park Young G. Seems a bit strange that you would swap Dong Sub. Anyway, um, and they obviously let go. Um, let go. Nielsen. Nielsen. Nielsen Junior. Nielsen Junior. Nielsen Junior, who was not as good as his father. I can't say I've ever heard of him. <laughs> Is that Robbie Nielsen? <laughs> no, Liam. He was, he, was, he was great in uh, Star Wars. The uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, guys, Paul is doing that whole visual thing. Right now, he's rolling his eyes saying, Shut the fuck up, Mark, I want to go home. That's usually our job. Yeah. 
Poo Santa is it? They have, is it Wesley they have? They have. They're, they're they sell Wesley, Wesley, yeah. So they now have three Brazilians. So I can't can't say I've ever heard of this Nielsen Junior bloke. Uh, he played a couple of games, but I don't know much about him. Obviously, didn't do much otherwise. No. They wouldn't have released him. So moving on to Songnam. Yeah. You signed the boy from Busan that we've just talked about. We did indeed. You brought in a guy from Chonbuk, brought another forward. Yep. He signed up. Uh, he's on loan. We also brought back uh, Hakyong, uh, Jang Hakyong. And you've signed Rennie. And we signed Rennie, Martin. Martin's <laughs> on his way. Uh, yep, uh, Jang Hakyong was like, used to, used to play with Songnam a long time ago. Uh, he's like that was back in the black and, black and white days, wasn't it? Uh, with the heavy leather football and the long shorts. I think I might have had black hair back in those days as well. That, that's back uh, in the days when they were playing in Chonan, right? Uh, yes, probably, yeah. Uh, I think Hackbone may have been his manager, I'm not really quite sure about that. Um, I, I mean, Moses was his manager. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I worked for Kim Do Young. Uh, I'm assuming that's what he's thinking. You know, like, uh, he, he brought him back at right at the beginning of the transfer window, and uh, he, he has played a couple of games. He's come off the bench a couple of times, actually. Uh, they also brought back uh, old fan favourite, uh, Reina. Reina. Is that Claudio? Claudio, Claudio's younger, <laughs> younger sister. Uh, he's Colombian. Uh, he from Millionarios FC. Yes. Presumably, given that he's just signed for Songnam, he's not a Millionarios, is he? He's not. But the thing, the interesting thing about him is that in his whole career, he scored something like eighteen goals in uh, like seventy-nine thousand games. But his most prolific spell ever was with Songnam. When he, he scored two, eight. <laughs> he scored eight in one season. So soon as I guess you. So, were the, well, I mean, Seems if you've like got a guy who can score team. eight goals, yeah. <laughs> like he's in a Korean national team these days. Um, the surprising news, obviously, Kim Dong Sub away, uh, but for, for me, also surprising was um, the fact that they got, they got rid of two of the Brazilians, uh, like uh, Ricardo, Jorginho, sorry. Jorginho and, and Ricardo. Yeah. So Ricardo was on loan and his loan period ended and they've sent him back to Brazil. Yep. And Jorginho's has been released. He's been released. So that means that they kept... So they were, they were your two... They, they had three. They were your two rubbish Brazilians? Or who well, was the one that was... was, was Ricardo was the one that was decent, though. No? Yeah, I mean, like, Jorginho was the one who came with all the kind of headlines, like the YouTube video and stuff. Uh, but Ricardo seemed to be the one who was playing the best, I thought. But they've kept Lucas. Uh, really strange that they released both of them. I don't really quite see why they released both. Um, but anyway, and you got rid of a keeper as well. Was that your third choice? Or? Uh, yeah, Quanti Han, yeah. So I've never seen that, I couldn't tell you another Two rubbish goalies, and then this guy who's you got rid of. Yeah. Well, you so basically, people. all you wanted in the window was a new keeper. And, we didn't and get you it. got three forwards and a defender. Forward defender yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Good luck with your existing keepers. guess we should pick up the speed on this a bit, otherwise, you're going to be here all night. And Sean. Anything exciting in Incheon? They got this guy Wada. Wada, I guess. From Vissel Kobe. Just, just based on his name. Yep. Comes from Japan, so should settle pretty, pretty quickly. Okay. And they signed a guy from Hwasong. They did. Uh, and another guy from Anyang. So Anyang have offloaded tons of players and are now climbing up the table. Yeah. But the guy from An- Anyang was a guy they'd loaned out and his, his loan period of obviously come to an end. Oh, okay. Come okay. Back. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Dejon made a lot of changes in the yeah, window. Yeah, 11. Um, 11 in, 11 out. To be honest, there was none of them that really jumped out at me as 
been particularly interesting. They signed quite a few guys, I think, from the challenge. Um, they brought in a couple of Brazilians. Another coming down forward there. Han Yi Guan. Yeah. So they brought in Kim Tae Bong, a defender from Anyang. <laughs> uh, Han Yi Kwon, a forward from Kyongnam. Gung Kyo Jin, a defender from Daegu. Komen Hyuk, forward from Ulsan. Midfielder from Kangwon, they've been they've been doing the uh, rounds of the, the yeah. challenge, haven't they? A couple of Brazilians that you know are going to be garbage, so we can yep. forget them straight away. Wandelson um, and Hapinha. Hapinha. Yeah. And also uh, one more uh, player from Al Casada. Silba. Silba, who seems to be Kuwaiti. Oh, uh, I guess he's aside from Kuwait. I'm guessing he's a yeah. Brazilian. Yeah. And they've got that oh, guy yeah, they've right. signed from so, uh, Korea, Korean guy, presumably they signed from Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Kong Teha. So, and then they've got rid of a bunch of people as well. Yep, Adriano would be the biggest one. Yeah. And then a bunch of. Uh, I guess a lot of those were maybe swap deals then, because a guy's going to Kyong now, yeah. a guy's going to Kangwon, a guy's going to Daegu. So I think they did a lot of swap deals, but. It's dross, isn't it? Yeah, pretty it's, much. <laughs> it's preparing for life in the challenge. Well, I think that's the thing. I mean, like for a team sitting. Uh, bottom of the table, I guess they're thinking about okay, what we're going to do for next year in the challenge. So I guess bleed these guys in now, and then win the challenge again next year. That's it's idea. like you got the one player there, right? Kong Young Sok, who's gone to Yangju Citizens Club, which is a K3 team, right? Yep. And then how how shit must the other guys been that they were released rather than transferred up to the K3? Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Indeed. Yeah. And then the last one, Kwangju brought in a goalkeeper from Kyongnam. Um, they brought in a Brazilian, surprise, surprise, nice. Cassiano. Um, is that another Brazilian as well? Yeah. yeah. Daniel. Daniel. So we've got Daniel, Bill, Frank, <laughs> Stevie. Did uh, they let go one Brazilian as well? Yeah, that's compulsory, isn't it? You bring them in, six Amarinho? months later you let them go. Omarinho. Omarinho? I don't remember him Omarinho. at all. Don't remember him. Don't remember him either. Uh, and yeah, a couple of players to, to the challenge as well and one released. There we go. So, all in, 41 in, 46 out. A lot of draws really, isn't it? A yeah. lot of random South Americans, as we always see, who come in, do nothing and then leave again. Probably have six to say, months later. probably the biggest signings in... Probably Takahagi. Egon Ho and Egan Adriano, Ho. I guess. Well, I mean, Adriano stayed Adriano in the league. Adriano stayed in the league, but in terms but of... But in side. terms of coming into the league, Takahagi and Egan Ho, probably two biggest. But net, net loss to the league on the whole, you think? With Definitely. Edu, Enino, Jongdese going out and yeah. then he... Feels like it. Although you've got to wait and see how these guys, like Julian Du, the, the Austrian but, guy, the yeah. Vera, the Spanish guy, you don't know, they could end up being the next superstars, but yeah, we need to wait and see. So that was a classic. I guess we should do a quick uh, summary of the challenge, but I don't think there was. Wait, do you want to do you want to sandwich the? Uh... Do I want to sandwich you? No, I don't. <laughs> do you want to sandwich the transfer? That's talk? not Kelly. <laughs> do you want to sandwich the transfer talk? Either side of the no. marks thing about referees. Oh, yes. Guess. Yes. Let's do that, Mark. It's You've gonna, got. It's going a bit late. There's yeah. the referees next week. <laughs> But you said there was something important from the Puchong game, where uh, the referee well, was... Uh, they was just... I did that already. No? Did I do that already? Right, Mark, you've got two seconds on referees starting now. They're Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do that next week. I'll talk about next week. Just cut that two seconds out, Paul. I'll be fine. <laughs> right. Um, 
I don't, I don't, I don't, as far as I know, there wasn't any really big names came into the, the challenge, unless Come I missed something. Come on, there, was a, there was a load of Brazilians. It was like every team who was kind of struggling just thought, let's go and sign another Brazilian. So you should probably just do a quick Brazilian count. Gyeongnam brought in two, I think. Well, I guess Parangu. No, 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 no. They brought in Frank, the Brazilian. Um, sure, the second guy's a Chinese guy, right? No, uh, they Who brought in a he? Tunisian guy. Oh, is he? Tunisian guy? Yes, I'm pretty sure there's a... Uh, so if that's him from Hangzhou Greentown. So he's coming from the... So we're sending guys from the K, from the K-League Classic to the second division in China, and he's coming from the Chinese Super League to the second division in Korea. <laughs> Something <laughs> horrifically wrong here. I guess Tunisia are sending them to China as a route into the uh, K-League Challenge. Hangzhou um, in the Super League? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sangju and Sangju and Ansan obviously didn't bring in anyone. They haven't had their uh, recruitment drivers yet. Uh, Kangwon brought in the guy Henan, who destroyed us when he played against us. Mm, um, right, the Brazilian, yeah. um, a guy from Daejeon, a guy from Guangzhou, a guy from Seoul, um, and another another Brazilian, Gio. Gio. You never heard of him. Yeah, me. No, everybody just kind of went a bit mental signing Brazilians. Um, Two guys from the same team, from the same team, Sal Bernardo. Which probably just means some agent went over there and went, "We'll have those two. Yeah, basically, yeah. Buy one, get one free. We'll have those two. We'll give them a shot, and then in three months' time, we'll ship them back. But it's interesting that one of them's on a loan contract, and one of them's on a, a, a basically a free transfer, right? Yeah. Interesting thing, Anyang um, got rid of four players and only brought in one, Kim Dong-ki from Kangwon, um, and suddenly they're rocketing up the yeah. table. They they don't need no Brazilians at Anyang. Suwon brought in uh, a guy from Incheon. A, a big one for Suwon was uh, Sissi. Definitely. Uh, the guy from Spain who came from, was it Osasuna? I think so. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah. Or he was—he was playing for Osasuna in the in the in the top league, and then he was at, he was in the second division. Um, he hasn't really started for them yet. He came on as a sub against us at the weekend, um, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. But he was a bit of a, a bit of a shock, I guess, to get a guy from Spain um, to come across to the challenge. <clears throat> Do you think they're all Facebook friends of Osmo? Like, this is post about Calbi. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think they're all Facebook friends of Mark. They see all the pictures of girls he posts on there, and they're like, "I'll have a bit of that." <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Um, in terms of uh, Shishi, did, did he play against you guys at the weekend? He did. He came on as a sub, as I said. If you were listening, <laughs> twenty seconds ago, <laughs> you, are you are you back on Africa TV? Africa TV guys, sorry about that. My Facebook fan goes at eleven fifteen. He did. He did come on. It was a bit strange because he seemed to float around. I couldn't. I couldn't track him down enough to uh, boo him. He was on the right wing, he was on the left wing, he was centre midfield. Um, maybe because we kept getting guys sent off, he kept moving around. But uh, um, yeah, he looked, he looked okay, but like, you can't tell from the, the first games of these guys. Uh, moving on, Daegu, nothing really major there. A, a midfielder to Dejon um, in a swap deal, I guess. One in, one out. Um, Goyang... Goyang, I'm pretty sure, didn't sign any Brazilians, so they'll probably be dropping down the league. That's explaining their bad form. <coughs> uh, 
Um, they brought in a guy, a midfielder, Kim Hoon Sung, Park Jung Soo from Thailand, and they let a guy go, a defender, but again, nothing really. Is, is that a Korean name? Bo, Bo So Woo? Or is that a foreigner? I guess, because I don't, as far as I know, I don't think uh, Go Yang have any foreigners. Bo, I've never heard. Bo So Woo. Sounds like a it sounds like a Chinese Bosu. name to be honest. But anyway. Could be Bosu, could be Bertrand Bosu, but that fantastic French goalkeeper from the uh, Jimmy Caldwell era at Aberdeen. Oh god, do you remember him? Aye. Sadly. <laughs> he played one game, he was an absolute toilet and he never played again. Um, well done Jim Layton, another good spot. Another another day when you forgot your contact lenses. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> uh, Chungju, a uh, couple of forwards in, one from Yongin, one from Jonju, a couple of K- K3 forwards, a uh, National League forward and a K3 forward, so presumably they're not going to make a huge amount of difference. Um, Buchon, Buchon brought in the guy Lukian, didn't he? The yep. Brazilian. From Luvidenza, which is a club that's already come up in our discussion so far, although I can't remember who who came from there. Yeah, there was one of the one of the guys earlier, wasn't there? Mm. Um, and uh, a Korean they brought back from Malaysia, uh, a defender from Kyongnam, a defender from Ulsan, and a couple of guys going out. Not not a hell of a Nothing lot to to discuss. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, you then didn't weren't busy at all, really. No, a bit disappointed to be honest with the, the movement from from Yuland. Good news, we brought in a right back, um, Kim Taehyun. But bad news, maybe he's from Gyeongju yeah. in the National League. He did. He, he used to play it. Used to be at Incheon. For some reason, I can vaguely remember him from an old football manager game when he was quite decent. Um, but yeah, he was an Incheon guy that I guess never quite made the grade. Yeah. Dropped in at the National League. Um, he hasn't looked anything particularly special. He's played against Anyang, he played against Suwon. Um, I think he's, he's struggling a bit in terms of making the step back up again, but again, you've got to give players time to adapt. We brought a guy in on loan from Chonbuk, a midfielder, Che Chi Won, who's two minutes, I think, of game time. Um, he seems to be a bench warmer so far anyway. Um, che Yu Sang was a guy, he was the guy I'm pretty sure that we picked up you remember we did the offer at the start of the season. Oh, yeah. They had the, the trials. I'm yes. pretty sure that Che Yu Sang was the guy we picked up in the right. trials, and he wasn't able to play yeah. until um, now. So he's kind of officially a signing, but he's been hanging around for right, a, right. for a while now. But even though the 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 offer was a, f- a fix anyway, wasn't it? It seems like it. It was a guy they'd ident- identified. Aren't all these TV? Aren't all these things fixes yeah. the voice and? Britain's got talent and all that. They're not all fixed in advance anyway. Um, and we let go four guys who I think have never really, between them have never barely played a minute in the team. Three four young Kyungju guys. Well. Three of them went to Kyongju, presumably as the sweetener to get Kim Tae-un. Um, and then another guy went to Meepo. No great loss. No great improvement either. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I guess there wasn't a whole lot of movement you could have actually made in terms of foreigners anyway. I mean, like, you kind of play all your foreigners, don't you, really? Well, 
Well, I guess I guess no, because Johnson basically's been completely bombed out now, Ryan Johnson. I guess, yeah. So uh, I'd have liked to have seen us brought 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 in another attacking player. Because basically if Juman Q has an injury yeah. or drops form, we're stuffed. Yeah. Um so I'd like to have seen us brought somebody in. Whether oh. it was a whether it was a Korean or whether it was a foreigner. Um it was it was quite strange to they see such little movement from them after they like obviously well, such a lot of movement in the like in the close season. The straight the, well the strange thing for me as well is when we closed the first half of the season we were short of numbers. Mm. A lot of players were getting players were getting played out of position. Yeah. We were struggling, players looked tired. So the fact that we've brought in effectively two and let go four yeah. is a bit of an odd one. I don't know the four have been released, whether that's a sign that Martin Rennie's <laughs> also Bosso's not a Korean then. <laughs> yeah, whether that's a sign that uh, Martin Rennie's decided he doesn't rate these guys or whether it's just a case of give him a chance to play football. And uh, What would you describe him as then? Bosso, I'd say he's probably of African descent. He's got a pineapple on his head. <laughs> he's got a pal as well called Nyum Nyum Alois. It should be known that like uh, when we went to see Go Young play, I did not remember. They had no foreigners when we were there. I don't think they've, they've not played a foreigner all season. Yeah, I don't know when playing, so that, that, that's why. But they've got two in their squad at least. Well, they did anyway, so they got rid of one. Yeah. Mind you, there's a lot of K3 teams have got foreigners in their squads as well. That yeah, I noticed that. Some seem, budget, to, seem to be budget. here on some kind of visa scam. <laughs> <laughs> like these East East Timorese guys that never play in the... Yeah. The guy, it was the Liberian that was supposed to be James Toe or something like that, right? He's actually played. The Has guy, the guy at Seoul United. Huh? I know his brother Camel. He's much more popular. <laughs> He's more popular. Especially, especially in terms of Google searches. Yeah. <laughs> Have a look from Camel Toe. Until Merce came around, yeah. The strange thing about him is he was James Roxon up until he actually had to go on the field and he suddenly became James Toey. <laughs> If that's not a visa scam, I don't know what the hell is. Anyway, that's the, the transfers in the K-League Challenge. To sum it up, a whole load of cacks come in and a whole load of crap's yeah. gone out. Um, <clears throat> I guess the only one that's really interesting is, is Sissy. He's potentially a, a big sign and it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, but again, it's a Spanish second division player. So that's about the level of our excitement. Um, and Frank, just because he's got a stupid name. Yes. So should we move on and talk about the games at the weekend? We should do. We yes. might get this done by eleven thirty if we uh, go through as succinct as we have been recently. Yeah. Yep. You guys talk away. All right. So tell me, tell me about the classic this weekend then. Uh, there's games on. There's games on. And Seoul don't have a game, so my interest is already ended. So Daejeon are at home to Songnam. Is that going to be your game um, this weekend? I. Probably don't think I'll make any classic games this weekend. Um, I'm probably going to venture up to uh, Butchon again on Sunday to watch uh, Butchon v Eland. Um, so you wouldn't you wouldn't fancy that to be a particularly exciting game, but you'd think Songnam should beat Daejeon. I mean, Songnam should beat Daejeon. The, the time they played them in the the corresponding fixture um, earlier this season, uh, I think it finished like four one. 
Um, so you'd, you'd imagine... Not today, John, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, not today, John. So you'd imagine Sornam should win out. Pretty comfortable right. winners. So the other one, normally, I mean, normally Pohang versus Chonbuk would be a big game, but this season, Chonbuk will get the season wrapped up, they, haven't they? They have, and... And you they, wouldn't fancy Pohang to do very much. The, pr- the problem with this one is that John Book could just kind of embarrass everyone by... I mean, if they if they hump Pohang, it's kind of like they're beating everyone, kind of like left, right and centre. Um, so I hope Pohang win this one. I'm not a big fan of Pohang, but I hope that they do win it. You've got to hope everybody beats John Book, to be honest, to get the, the title race back open again. Yeah. Um, but I can't see it. Um, but You don't think Adriano coming to Seoul is a game-changer? Um, no. Mm. So the next game, uh, John Allen versus John. <laughs> At least you honoured that with a no. <laughs> uh, John Allen v Inchon. Um, difficult one. A difficult one to predict. Inchon. Be a draw then? Yep, I think so. Inchon putting a plane away from home. John Allen uh, sitting, sitting third, flying high. Uh, probably John Allen might have enough to beat Inchon. And I guess the sixth pointer then is Busan versus Ulsan in Jeez. terms of the uh, relegation playoff. Yep, I mean, there is only four points between them. If Busan were to... Well, I mean, obviously you have to think, if, yeah, if Ulsan if were to win that, Busan are going to have a big big challenge to, to catch them. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, Busan and Ulsan have games midweek, so I mean, that could be even bigger anyway if Ulsan beats Seoul. Yeah. Uh, but if they have the same result midweek, and Busan can actually get that victory, and it brings it back to one point, and it really brings Ulsan right into the scrap. Yeah, so interesting to see that one. Uh, Cheju versus Suwon, I'm actually going to go along to that one. Um, not that it'll be particularly interesting, I don't think, but... Um, yeah, that could be a 1-0, I think. Yeah. Again, you'd, you'd kind of hope Suwon win the game, just because I'd like to at least see some kind of challenge yeah. at the top of the table, but... Um, I think Chonbuk are just too far ahead, aren't they, yeah, for it to, to be meaningful. And then uh, the last game is Seoul are at home to Kwangju, but that's a late kick-off. That's going to be kicking off on the 28th of September. So why is that getting moved? Dream concert? Um, I'm guessing, yeah? I don't know, actually. It was moved ages ago. Okay, I'm guessing it's the dream concert. When when's Kwangju's the the Kwangju Revolution anniversary? Is that this time or is that or is that in April? No idea, but I'm guessing it's the dream concert. Could be. It's a home game for Seoul, so so that's what I'm thinking. Probably, probably a dream concert. Probably a dream concert of sorts. Whatever. Seoul usually give up their stadium for concerts this time of year. Indeed, they do. Money's more important than the fans. By the way, Bozo was from Togo. Brilliant. There you go. And the other guy, Nyum Nyum, was from Cameroon. So moving on then, the last thing, the Kaylee Challenge. To be honest, I looked at these and I didn't really see anything particularly exciting. Even the Elan game, I'm not going to be at that one. Um, Mark, you going to go along to Butchon? I will do, yes. I'll be at Butchon. You, you've not learned your lesson from last week's game. No, have but you, I mean... Have you checked whether Hello Venus are going to be performing? Uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm, the restraining order is still in process. Well, if you're looking out, uh, Nara is doing the first pitch at the next end 
baseball game Wednesday night if you're at a loose end. That's also, sad. <laughs> good good friend of the podcast Gary mm-hmm. informed me that um, FX were playing in London last week. They were free free concert in Trafalgar. No, it was last. He sent was me it? a photo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Free, free concert in Trafalgar Square. Yeah, it was the Korean, Fantastic. the London Korean Festival. Oh, okay, not, FX, a fan of, not a big fan of FX to be honest. Minus, no. minus Sully, she's she's out now. Yeah, they have that day come out. Like, is Alice her name is April, August. Alice, oh, no. what's her name? I can't remember her name. Annie. Amber. Amber, that's the one. Yeah. He'll he'll also be back in Korea in about two weeks' time. I know. He's a judge. Keen to make a a repeat. Like guest host on the I'm podcast. Sure he was pish last time. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to make it. Where can he have him? <laughs> Shall I ask him to bring three girls to sleep on the floor? Yeah, definitely. Right, let's wipe, let's wipe this up. Let's wrap this up. That's <laughs> because I need to <laughs> So we don't wipe this up, we don't wrap this up, we won't wipe it up. <laughs> so, the challenge. Um, Come on, stop speaking slow for fuck's sake. <laughs> So the challenge, I had a look at this, I didn't think there's any any particularly interesting games in the challenge. I'm not going to go to E-Land. Did we do this <laughs> already? already? I hope you fucked it up with your shite. Okay, again then. I'm just going to get this done in a minute. Oh, I'm going to have to do it again then. So the challenge, I had a look and I didn't think there was particularly any really exciting games in the challenge at the weekend. Uh, I'm not going to go to E-Land, I'm going to be down in Jeju. Mark, you're going to go to Butchon? Yeah, yep. I will do, yeah, I'll be at Butchon E-Land, yep. Yeah, you haven't I mean, learned your lesson yet. You're not you're learning your lesson going. at all. I haven't at all, no, but I, I'll be there, yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be at the E-Land game. Uh, Butch on E-Land. Uh, hopefully there'll be some half-time entertainment this time. By FX. FX or maybe Nara from a baseball. I think it's a different sport, but anyway. <laughs> to be honest, I think Nara throwing a baseball at Butch on would probably be the biggest entertainment. Certainly in that game. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, Ansan police are at home at Chengju. That's boring, nobody cares. Yep. Um, Anyang could potentially keep their charge up the league going if they beat bottom of the table Kyongnam. Uh, Goyang are at home to Daegu. Fancy Daegu should beat Goyang. Yep. And then Suwon are playing Kangwon on the Monday night. Ah, the army have the day off. Um, the army have the day off, yes. So there's. So geographically, we could go to any, any of those five games, or even three of them. You could do, but I'll be in Jeju, so... So you'll just come to Sue on a Monday, then? Till Tuesday. <laughs> so we've got to record on Tuesday next week? Um, yes. What time do you get back? Uh, morning, so it's kind of... Like, um, okay. Because yeah. there's games next Wednesday as well. Yeah, I'm going to Ulsan. <laughs> I'm going to Pusan, so we're going to have to do the same again, like we're doing uh, this week. I'm going to Suwon. No, but yeah, I mean, what time are you... Well, we'll talk about it when we finish. Could we? Um, yes, so Suwon are at home to Kangwon on the Monday night. God knows what will happen there. Uh, Kangwon, completely unpredictable. Suwon, unpredictable. One thing you can predict, not many people will turn up to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so, that's it. I mean, I guess the interesting thing, if Elan could somehow pull a win out the bag against Sangju and beat Butchon, They'd be within two points. They would be, that would be pretty amazing. Of Sangju. Um, if not, they'll be 11 points mm. potentially behind Sangju. So, could Sa- go either way. Sounds like what we were talking about 10 games ago. Yeah. 
To be honest, I think there's more chance of us being closer to 11 points behind than two points behind. I think so. Um, in a couple of weeks, but we'll see. Um, so given that we've talked about all the transfers, I guess the interesting thing is we see how all these new boys do in their yeah. games. I yep. think, yeah, we, do you think Adriano, is Adriano going to be uh, turning out centre-forward? Yeah. Wednesday night? Double hat-trick tomorrow, mark my words. But I mean, I think our, our previews and reviews have got a bit stale in the last few weeks because everything was sort of happening the same. But I think now we've got a whole bunch of new players coming in. Something to look forward to. Yeah, but I think so. Yeah. We'll be excited about all the new Brazilians for two weeks till we start playing. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't be missing the ones we've never heard of anyway. About a new Brazilian. And then we'll be talking about who else can we bring in in the closed season to fix all the problems that weren't fixed in the window. So if we were doing a, a podcast about Chinese football, we could be talking about Rubinho and all the decent footballers. Edu, <laughs> that, that great signing they brought in from Korea who's scoring all the goals. If we were doing a podcast about Canadian football, we could be talking about bloody Drogba signing from Montreal. And if we were doing a podcast about Austrian football, we could be sitting here going, why are all these guys going off to Korea? <laughs> so all of a sudden, what's happened to the Austrian league? If only there was a, a global football podcast that we could contribute something to. <laughs> Anyway, I think we should wrap this up. We probably should contribute something to our own podcast first. <laughs> but you could start, Mark, anytime you like. We'll not stop you. Let, let, let's be honest. If there was a Korean sitting above us, we'd all three have been released this, this transfer window. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> they were bringing a couple of Brazilians. But anyway, changes it is. Indeed. Changes all round. Changes. Stranger, change your hills. Don't wanna be a richer man.